Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name is David Baxter. We are in the Horde studio tonight. We're talking about the loss against the Giants, the upcoming game against the Gold Coast Suns, and absolutely everything else. Sydney Swans, Mads, how are you, mate? We've had our first loss of the year. Bit of a reality check. We're not, it's not the perfect season so far, but um, we still digress everything. We process everything that happened on the weekend. How are you, mate? How's your week been? Couldn't be as good as you know the previous four weeks, but, mate, we're back. We're here to talk about it. What's going on, mate? <laughs> that was the longest intro of my lifetime, Dave. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm good. Thing. <laughs> there you go. Good, thanks, mate. Look, it's been a challenging week, mate. I just haven't known how to sort of process the Clearly. loss. And um, no. there's been a lot on my mind. And that's why this is like therapy for me, Mads. I come in here, I get to talk to you for an hour, over an hour, and I just get everything off my chest, mate. So Dave, I might I- have to start paying you. Dable, I think it's uh, I think it's therapy for most of the faithful. I would have thought um, it's definitely therapy for me. I was definitely that that aggression uh, came back to to my supportership uh, watching on on Saturday afternoon, um, which the misses wasn't overly keen on. There were a few thrown remotes and such, um, mostly at the lack of intensity, which we'll touch on. But look. Let's not let's not make this out to be anything that it's it's not. You, you're going to lose footy games, right? You, yeah, mate, you are going to lose footy games, and we're, it's not like we thought we we're going to go through unbeaten. But what I will say is, sort of on the back of last week, sort of just getting the chockies against the Dons. Uh, the, we, were, we were almost due. Yeah, and yeah. look, the the writing was almost on the wall there that you know, obviously weren't dominating sides like we had the first sort of month of footy. Uh, but, you know, the the Giants sort of really took us up to us. Really, we got smashed in the middle, like comprehensively beaten in, in the middle for the first time this year. Uh, like if you had a look at the stats, I think, you know, Lloyd had his cheapies off half back, which is fine, doing what Lloyd does. Tw- 21 kicks, seven handballs, 28 posies. But then the next five top disposal, five, six top disposal getters, Taranto, we mentioned last week, Callum Ward, we mentioned last week. Kelly, you mentioned last week. And Hopper and Green were huge in there too. Mm. You know, they've had, you know, all above 24 posies. We just got smacked up at, like in the middle of the ground, Mads. And that's not typically how we lose games of footy. Well, I mean, interestingly, the clearances um, and stoppage clearances were, were relatively similar. Mm. But, but yeah, I mean, in terms of those guys in, in the middle uh, dominating and that, they all had stellar games, right? Yeah. And, and you can't really argue with that. Um, look, I, I, I sort of thought the intensity was was lacking. Um, the, you didn't see the same intensity that you saw when we were, even, even against Essendon at times. It just felt like GWS wanted it more. Um, I think, to be honest, as, as much as the loss hurt, I mean, we were discussing before, I think the the end was indicative of the actual game. I mean, they should have beaten us by five goals, yeah. I honestly think. And that's probably the more concerning thing. The, the, the margin was quite flattering to us, I thought. Toby Green kicks, what, seven behinds? Exactly. Um, so that's that's a bit of a concern. Um, and, and look, that's part and parcel of, I think, just... You know, you're going to have inconsistency in your game, especially when you've got young blokes running around. I don't. I mean, it's not really an excuse. I don't think you can use that as an excuse, but it does happen. You're going to ha- you're going to be inconsistent, right? Yeah. Um, I was more shattered by the injuries that came out of it. I could have I could deal with that and I cop it and go on if Hickey's still fine and Buddy's still fine. Yeah. Because to me. Callum Sinclair isn't going to be part of our next flag, you know. And Tom Hickey is showing so much at the, at the present time that it's such a shame that he's rev- revitalised his career to such an extent and now it's been cut short for, for a long period of time. Yeah, the look, 
it is, and we mentioned it last week, and we I said it. I said we cannot afford any more injuries in the next yeah. month of footy with Rampy and Heaney going down, and then you know we're, we've lost Bud for four. They're saying three to four weeks. He's saying two weeks. Um, but you know they, they're always you know on the on the latter side of the estimation the with Bud. Conservative side, conservative Dable. side. That's the word I was looking for, Mads. But. And Hickey, yeah, Hickey's a huge one. He's, it kills me. Yeah, he, he's changed the way we play in the middle and, you know, be, being able to – look, I don't think our clearance rate has been, you know, anything special, but we're just definitely a lot more efficient in there and it's a, there's a focal point and he's just – his tap ruck work looks and comes off a lot better. What, yeah. I, what I like about it, Deb, and you're right, I don't think our clearance stats are, are, are much different than they have been in, in even the last couple of years. But what you can clearly see is really precision tap work to a Mills or to a Parker. And you see us getting, get it out cleanly, which we haven't seen in a, a number of years. Yeah. You know, We can do it the hard way um, and we can, we can get under a pack and get a clearance. But to, to be seeing things really working in there for once... Um, was was really really good to watch, um, and I'm just shattered. I'm ma- mainly shattered for him, yeah, because I really think he was he's been discarded well, he, from he, four state three states, right? Yeah. No, you see, is is the, there is no doubt he was the third best ruckman in the league. Correct, like no no doubt, and that's huge in ruckman. They're good ruckman are hard to find, but the, I think the the most concerning thing to come out, yes, the injuries suck. All teams get injuries and you can't use it as an excuse, right? But the thing for me, for mine, Mads... For yours, David. ...on the weekend was the pressure on the ball carrier. Yeah, shit ass. Because the, we were we were the ones chopping up teams through the middle and they, this is on a, a, a tight, congested... Uh, look, it was probably a bit greasy conditions out there. Very hard to handle the ball cleanly. And GWS chopped us up through the middle of the ground yes. two, three, four times throughout that game to work the ball forward and, you know, hit the scoreboard pretty hard. And it, it was just no – they just sliced and diced and worked it through very easily. And that, that was, you know, the, the big thing to come out of the game for me was that, that lack of pressure on the ball carrier. And it's been a, a focal point of our game. We, you know, we've had the sort of two two blokes coming up to the guy, one guy coming off his man, putting that pressure and really confining the space they've got to work with. And, and that just wasn't there on the weekend. It, it's something that Jared Healy coined as the uh, Sydney Swarm. Swarm. Um, Go and, Swarms. And it wasn't present at all. And there were too many missed tackles. Oh, yes. And we, we said it. Yeah. We were talking in, in our little chat. We've got, you know, in that first half, it was so evident, those missed tackles. And they are just massive. Like, you nail that first tackle, kills the ball, you know, ball comes free and, and you're away. You know, it's, glaring. And it's back to a 50-50 contest. But you're right, Matt. That's bang on. The missed tackles, mate, that was – yeah, look, at, and that's what I think. It's just – Things are sort of compounding a little bit at the moment for mine, Mads. It's, um, it's it's actually, I think it's a bit worse. I don't want to be negative here, Debel, um, because I, I love the way we're going about it this year, but I think we're in a little bit worse of a position than it actually looks, being, you know, four, four and one, one and only losing by two points on the weekend. I think it's. I think we're a little bit further off the mark than that. Yeah, look, it, it, it's two games in a row now where, we, where we've clearly seen we haven't been that dominant side. Um, but, you know, the the proof will be in the pudding in the next month of footy, having the big injuries, whether we can still get the job done against, you know, Gold Coast this week. Look, if you don't win that, you know you're in strife, 100%. Correct. Uh, and... Yeah, look, where the side's going to face, you know, a bit of adversity, and this is when the good sides just find a way to win. And and we've definitely got the potential to do that. But I think we can. I think we've shown we can find a way to win. I think it was more poetic justice on the weekend that we that we didn't win. Um, we can do it ugly. Yeah, and and we we know that we've always been. That's the one thing we we know that we can do. We can do it ugly. We've been doing that since 2005, let's be honest. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you've – yeah, you've, you've got to get – everybody's got to contribute. Thought there were a few passengers um, on the weekend. Well, do you know what? I thought there were a few young guys that just had an off game and that, that happened. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. The, 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 the one positive point I will take out of the weekend and, and the problems that we've got as a, as a footy side – 
if we can sort of say this is what's happening, the coaches are definitely saying that and it, it's things that are fixable. So that we can turn this, you know, the last two weeks around pretty quickly. Totally, so totally. It, it, they're, they're obvious things, so hopefully, you know, with a bit of, you know, smart coaching and, you know, changing attitude towards, you know, the ball carrier, pressure on and that sort of manic style of footy with pressure, putting pressure on the opposition, um, it can turn around very quickly. I'll hark back to a segment that we previously had uh, when I think it was probably in 2018. Yes. Very dark times. Absolutely. Look, just looking able to cling to something, uh, some sort of hope, some sort of modicum of positivity. Blakey watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got pulled up on this. You got yeah, pulled well, up. I mean... <laughs> Benny said it's my man. No, well, I mean, Blakey Watch was significant because he was touted as an incredible player. Superstar, yeah. And I, and I think he will be. I think he will be, Debel. I think he's got the potential, dare I say it, Debel, to be a phenomenal part of our side for the next uh, better part of a decade, hopefully more. 100%. However, Debel, I want, to, I want you to listen really closely. No, well, I'm all ears, mate. I'm all ears. He's not doing very good at the moment. <laughs> he's not, Dable. He's not, mate. He's not. He's been, he's been absolutely shocking. Yep. Um, and that's and that's fine. That is part and parcel of learning and and Evan. finding your way and evolving in the game of football, Dable. He's only twenty one. He's only twenty one, Dable. Forty two games under the belt. He would have a lot on his mind. He'd be chasing girls left, right, and centre. Girls would be chasing him left, right, and centre. Exactly right. Uh, I mean, he runs awkwardly, so that'd be interesting. But look, he needs a break. He needs a break now. Whether it's this week or whether we let him play Gold Coast to see if he can sort of play himself into some form. I don't know. I just, at the moment, I just think he needs a little bit of a break. Oh, AFL footy. There's no doubt, mate. Look, I've, I've got his season averages, and yes, stats aren't everything, but I think this tells a bit of a story. You know, as a, you know, playing a f- with a game style of a fair bit of freedom, I would say, he's only... Averaging 12.8 disposals a game. Playing on a wing. Playing on a wing. Now, he, I actually saw an interview. He said, I'm not getting much of it because we're going through the corridor too much. Yeah. Don't know about that. Yeah, don't know about that. It, it, the big concern we put up last week was the way he's actually using the ball Correct. and his decision-making, which yes. is the main thing. And, you know, he's only averaging 52 super coach points. So that sort of shows, you know, his effectiveness of his ball use isn't at an AFL level at the moment. And, uh, yeah, look, I, I sort of agree with the injuries that have come up. He probably keeps his spot. Hopefully he plays himself into that form that we want and need at the moment. But, yeah, he, he he's a huge one who's, you know, we use the word potential. He has got the potential to be that A grader that we talk about on True Bloods here, Mads. But at the moment, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a C score. And a C score does not get it done in the AFL. Not going to cut it, Deble. Not going to cut it, mate. Now, I will put my hand up and say, well done, young man, to Will Haywood. Wilbur. He really showed up. He was huge, mate. Huge. First game back, 18 posses, six marks, three goals? Three goals. Huge. Fantastic. Kick time from the boundary. One from the boundary. Showed everything you'd want. One freakish kick off the ground. Yep. Loved it. Loved it. Huge. And his marking was back. So, you know, he's probably a good size. He's probably 6'1, 6'2, I would have thought. Really good size. Mid mid size. 187. So, yeah, 6'2. Yeah, look, he's. We saw in his first and second year that he was going to be some sort of player. Um, sort of, you know, had his bit of a low year last year, but, you know, he's sort of shown that hungriness. Yes. He's had four weeks back in the VFL. You know, working on his craft, getting that hunger back, which you talked about, which he didn't know if it was there, but he's, he stepped up to the plate, he showed he's hungry and he had a point to prove and he's come out and gone bang. And that's just speculation, right? Yep. You, you look at you look at these things and you look at these situations, as we said, you, you, you want to be banging the door down if you're not playing yep. senior footy. Yep. So that's why you just you look at these things and you sort of ask yourself, you know, why, why isn't he playing senior footy? But I'm... 
thrilled that he's come back and he I think he really needed that uh, a situation where he can come on and ma- make an immediate impact it was really good to see 100% and that that's the big positive to take out of the, the weekend was Wilbur coming back and you know hitting the scoreboard very effective in everything that he did he was huge he was huge now th- probably one we need to talk about is Logan McDonald last mm-hmm. three weeks been subpar very harsh and critical on a young man, right? But, you know, it's it's AFL footy in the last couple of weeks he's been a passenger. Again, I, d- I, don't, think it's, I don't think it's necessarily harsh and critical. Mm. And I, I got pulled up for, for saying that the young kids should take a break and have a rest occasionally on rotation because it's difficult, Deeble, as an 18-year-old to play senior footy. What, he's played how many games in a row? Has he played all five? Five. He's played five games. That is tiring stuff on an 18-year-old body. And, uh, I mean, another way to look at it is being the, the third tall or the second tall, I mean, Sam Ray didn't play a lot down there, but it's, it's kind of, as Ben said on our chat, it's kind of redundant on the SCG and yeah. it, makes it, it makes it really quite cramped in there. So 100%. I can... So I, Often when we play more than one tall at the SCG, one of them tends to not be very effective. So I don't I don't knock him for that. Yeah, that 100%. generally does happen. But I mean, he he does and, and look, every one of the six disposals he had, I thought were good. Yeah. I thought I thought he I think he's got a really good footy brain. Hundred percent. But I think he just needs a break because he's young. Like we can't not everyone's Jared Crouch. Yeah, exactly. Come in, play two hundred and fifty yeah. games. That's it, but... What do you think? Yeah. You, like, honestly, yeah, I mean, no, he's got a lot of talent. 100%, but, but look... He's not kicking accurately. Yeah, we, we talked about it, you know, coming in, making an instant impact. Not many players do that, so we know he can do it. But I, th- I don't think it's a good thing for a first-year player, key forward, to be coming in and not having an impact yeah. every week. Because, you know, you, you sort of, you know, you have two or three down weeks... And that plays on your mind, and it's like I've, you know, I've got to make an impact. I'm here playing AFL. I started with it like a house on fire, and now you know I'm not, you know, doing what I what I need to be doing, and you know, it creates pressure on yourself. Where in theory, there's no pressure on him. It's not up to him to carry the side, but I think he would be feeling that. Can, can I just say that? I mean, um, I had a discussion with uh, Noah and Samuel Hayden today, right, and. Uh, this is on one of our posts, and they were talking about how um, I, I sort of said that the boys last week, um, the young guys uh, are soft and they need to be rested. It's not necessarily what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is a guy like Logan McDonald, right, you say it is bad It is bad for him to be playing the first five games of his career and not having an impact because it does weigh on your mind. And a big part of that is social media. I mean, cast your mind back to when you're 18 – um, the, the the way you're perceived by people weighs heavily more heavily on your mind than any other time in your life when you're when you're roughly that age. Yeah. So if you can if if Logan McDonald can go back to the VFL, kick five two weeks in a row, I mean that that can only be positive for the way he goes about it. Hundred surely, yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. And look, there were. The, you know, the, probably the, the good things to come out of the weekend, you know, Lloyd's still getting it done across halfback. Wilbur coming back in, kicking three goals. Franklin still got it with the best on ground performance, five goals straight, kicking the ball really Wasn't well. Wasn't he just phenomenal? Huge, huge. And, you know, and you know, JPK, Millsy, Parker had okay games. Um, but, yeah, that, that midfield did sort of get torn up torn in the up. end. Torn up. Difference of 10 disposals in some cases. Yeah, that's it. That's not what you want. No, nah, it's not. It's not. And, look, it's just a bit of a reality check. The Swannies sort of, you know, we're 4-1 and one now. Gold Coast this week. Get the win this week. And it'll be it's, – it, it's just going to be very interesting to see how we actually come out. And how we respond. It, look – there's got to be – I want to see fire in the belly stuff to sort of come off. You know, we've already mentioned it, but, you know, the average performance but still getting it done against the Dons, a very, very average performance against GWS. The the scoreboard was very flattering, very flattering. We were all saying it all game. It's like we do not deserve to be – we were basically two or three goals up the whole game, which was so weird because we were getting hammered 
like in the middle of the ground. My girlfriend Beck can always tell when I know that we're not playing well. She's like, "You're 25 points, points up. up. What's wrong? Yeah. I'm punching the couch and throwing things." She's like, "What the fuck's going on with you?" Yeah, because playing like shit. Yeah, and, and we're, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, mate. But um, it's not good. Look, um, and and you can and you can tell. And that's what's frustrating. You just want. As long as there's that endeavour there, Dave, we're endeavor happy. Endeavour and effort. Yeah. Now, I think that sort of wavered a little bit on the weekend. but Undeniably. You know, that's one week out of five um, from a young squad. So, look, we absolutely can forgive them for that. There's no doubt. But we've got to show and bounce back uh, next week. No doubt. We do. We do. All right, Mads. Well, that's a nice little wrap-up of the our first loss of the season against the Giants. We are... Going to be back very soon with segment two, a bit of social engagement. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Dable? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Dable. You know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Dable? I hate how no one talks about it. Ah, oh, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there, and please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads? Speaking words of wisdom, up, up the, the Swatties. Welcome back to True Bloods. Mads, how about that stinger, mate? One take. One take. It was done. Look, we, we had Tommy on this show, you know, a couple of years ago, and we asked for a new stinger. You know, for two years, didn't get anything. And we've just, uh, you know, we've done one in, what, two minutes? Whipped one up, Dable. Whipped one up. So that's some of the, you know, the high quality product you get here at uh, True Blood. So we hope you appreciate that one. But Mads, now it is time for our favourite segment, segment two, the social question. Oh, we love a bit of social engagement, Dable. We do. We love the social engagement. And as you just heard on our stinger, we are on all the platforms. We are on Instagram. We're everywhere, David. We're on Facebook. So please jump on there. Give us a like and just tell one friend. That's all we ask. One friend. One friend. Give us a like. Have a listen and we will grow this thing together. The question this week, Mads, hashtag ask the faithful. With the equal most players under 21 playing on the weekend, which was eight, where do you think our young blokes are at? It's it's. A long year, and um, do they need a rest or do we need to keep pumping games into them? Best answers to be featured on the potty. This is an interesting one because the, the name Will Gould keeps coming up. So I've gone with Michael Watson. Would love to see Gould get a crack. Watched him live up in Sydney on the weekend and he showed plenty with heaps of composure as well. He also crunched a Giants player in a tackling contest and the poor bloke looked like he'd been hit by a freight train. Get some games into him now. I like it. I don't know why they haven't brought him in yet. It's funny you you read that comment out because I actually had one of my mates up in Sydney as well and he said exactly the same thing. Really? Said showed composure, crunched a bloke in a tackle and looked really good. Hey, we're getting ripped off in Melbourne. Yeah. Not being able to watch that sort of thing. Well, we, we will. Well, they'll be down in playing yeah. the Melbourne side. So COVID, we'll, COVID permitting. Yeah, we'll get our chance. Well, we'll, we'll be doing some content down there, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. But look, look that is the common thing that there's nearly got to be something else going on there has, here. Well, not, I mean, he's still young, right? He is. Second year. He's 19 of, years old, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there doesn't necessarily have to be going on. I mean, everybody op- operates at a different level. Tank, fitness thing. Yeah could be that's not obvious on field sometimes correct um but and, yeah, and, look, that, and and your your tank and your fitness are very different vfl to afl yeah the, the the funny thing about will gould is when he was drafted he was sort of touted as that player who was ready to go played senior footy in sa i'm norwood, pretty sure i think um or was so dylan stevens norwood i think they, they no they, they, they were, were mates yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah both from sa but, yeah, look, it's a bit of a funny one, but I think it's proven with what the Swannies do with our young players. We only play when, play when, they're, when they're ready. Yep. So, look, we'll put our faith, our faith in the uh, development, developing, you know, staff at, at the at the Jeremy Laidler. And, and um, I'm sure they're on the right track there. I'm going to go with one Raya Darcy. It's a blood rush. The young bloods are, are out there working hard, digging deep, figuring out what it is to take 
to play at the level. We love watching their de- exciting development. It's a blood rush for our footy club. It is, and I think it's great, and it's something that we've all, always done really well is get games into players. But I think it's important to, uh, you, you know, look at look at those situations. <clears throat> and as I said, so this, I, d- I don't think they're soft. I've never said they're soft. All I'm saying is, if you look at if you look at every team sport over the world, let's focus on. America. You look at Major League Baseball, you look at the NFL, right? The way they coach and, and, and the psychology that goes into the way they coach, probably there more than here, lends itself to a, a, just a more sensitive type of person because I think kids now, I, I mean, I know we're technically in the same generation as them, but I think kids now are just a lot more sensitive and you just need to sort of check in with them. As we said in the last segment, not everyone's Jared Crouch. Not everyone's going to go out and play 200-plus games consecutively. I don't think it's a bad thing to give them a break. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's just a it's a change of the times, Matt. It's like, yeah. you know, that this generation of us younger guys, we're not built like they were back then. You yeah, know, correct. we're not hard and tough and, you know, done it tough like, you know, the older generation have done. So... You know, a little bit of care never goes goes astray, but at the same time, you, you know, you, you know, when they do something wrong, it's you know they get the the tough word. But you know, yeah, you you just have to. It's a bit more of a balancing act now than it used I, to. I be. think so, and that's why I'm that's why I'm advocating for potentially. No, it doesn't have to be all like four out, four omitted, four in. I mean, yeah, you know, you you can you can do it on a on a rotation basis and sort of. You know, just weigh it up at the end of every game. I, I really don't see a downside to that because it's so good that we're now in the VFL and that there's now they can actually play at a level that is useful. I, for so many years, I think we were significantly hampered by the fact that we had to play in that fucking god awful league. Yeah, playing against local football. Fair in Quebec. Yeah. Oh my god, hundred percent. And yeah, well, versus playing against actual AFL players in yep. the VFL. Exactly. Exactly right, Mads, and it's a good point you make. I am going to go with my second one, Damien Arnold. He features on here a fair oh, bit. Damo. Big Damo. But when you're putting out quality answers, you yep. will be featured, and this is high quality for mine. For yours. For mine, Mads. I would have... I would have said rest Logan this week, but I suspect he will. He could have a big game with the big Budwa on the sidelines. Back him in. He will kick five plus and will be our fourth Rising Star nominee. You heard it here first. Bang. I think all the kids will need a rest at some point, but whether it's now with all the injuries, it seems uh, it's probably not the op- opportune moment. Warner and Goulden seem like 200 gamers, so just keep them in. And our back line is a bit rocky without Rampy, so I think we can't rest Campbell yet. Maybe Wicks and Blakey could have a week off, but again, I question whether now is the time to swing heaps of changes up the bloods. I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. That is a it's, really balanced way to look at it. It's funny. like we're, We haven't even sort of read those answers before, but that's basically what we've been saying in that first segment. Um, and he sort of came out with the same thing. Um, so it's it's a general consensus, and it, it is going to be a balancing act, you know, this week with selection, and it's going to be interesting when the teams do come out. His Logan McDonald point, spot on. Yeah, this is the game for for him to really step up and ramp it up ball. and go yeah. bang. Because we we saw, uh, and we've mentioned it on here before, we saw it in that first practice game against GWS, how he changed the dynamic of our forward line just with his presence. Yes, he hit the scoreboard and that, but he was a focal point, like target. He knew the right spots to go and, geez, a Metricon, bit of space up there, towering forward. It's built for him. There's no doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, Dable. Um, no, look, that's, you know, it's just about timing. It's about getting getting the right moment to be able to do these things, right? Yeah, that's um, it. That's it. Yeah, I know you've got a second one there, Mads. I know you got I one do. there. I do. Mitchell Charles says, and this is the other side of the coin. Yep. Keep pumping the games into them and see how far we can go. A finals berth will would be worth its weight in gold for the side. 
You can't beat experience at the end of the day. You can't beat experience. Yep. And so that's correct. I honestly think, Deeps, I honestly think we'll make the finals. Yeah, uh, so do I. I think we've put, we, it, we've we put can, ourselves in the driver's seat and that we're in charge of our own destiny. If we can now. keep everyone out on the park, Mads. Correct. That's why this month is huge for us to see where we're going to go and whether we can keep everyone out there. Because that's probably what's made us a bottom four side the last three or four years is not being able to keep everyone out on the park. That's that's really the – I've said it the whole time. Yeah. It's the only thing that keeps anyone down at the bottom four side. Yep. Honestly. And if, I, if you stay healthy, you win flags. That's it. And it's funny, we bring up that point of people being injured and one player in probably the last three or four years who hasn't been out there a whole lot and he's nearly – I wouldn't want to call him the whipping boy of this podcast, but he's the one in our side who has probably deserves a bit of a slap around every now and then. And his last two weeks have been very good in Sam Reed. Have you what are, what are your thoughts on Sam Reed at the moment, Mads? Well Dave's. Have you been have you been copying a little bit of heat? Well Dave's. Again. <clears throat> I want you to listen to this closely. Oh, mate, I am all ears and I cannot wait for second, what you've got for me here. time I'm doing this. I want you to listen really closely. And I want a number of people to listen really closely. And I, li- I love this. I, I love people listening and, look, disagree with me. I, I love that because I'm wrong frequently. Robust discussion. It's great. Do you know what, though, Debel? Yes, Mads. Listen closely. I'm listening. Improved effort doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Not for you, Sam Reid. You've been here for years. Is this a whack of the week? Years. Is this a whack of the week? You've done very little in the last eight years. You can't stay on the park. When you are, you're inconsistent. I, I need more than improved effort. I said last week, Deeble, I said, more power to you. He had a good game. I love it. I love it, Deeble, <laughs> when he goes back. Love it. Would prefer him there. Leave Buddy and Logan one out in the forward line. Sam Reed, go back. Swing love man. it. He's an athlete. Debo, it's not. Do you think I am wrong in saying he has not delivered anywhere near what he should have in the last eight years? He kicked that goal in the 2012 Grand Final. I love him for it. I love that he plays for our club. But spare me, Debo. He's been very, very average. And if you look at his stats, if you look at his career stats, most of them are below average. Yep. And that's when he gets on the park table. So that's my whack of the week. Not 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 on anyone in particular, but just fair income. It's on Sam Reid, let's be honest. I love it. I love it. I think he played a great game. I'm not going to eat my words because I, I think it's valid. I think he's been really average and you're going to need more than just – a couple of intercept marks in a game that we've lost to move the needle for me. And that's my whack of the week, dude. And that is a a very, very, very impressive whack of the week. And I think the listeners are thoroughly, thoroughly going to be sitting there having a little chuckle to themselves because that was very entertaining sitting across from you just hearing you waffle on for about two minutes there. But Nick Pato, love it, love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. I, but I don't think it's verbally call, call up Nick if if you want to. We, we can have a chat on next week's show. Absolutely, I would, I would love to. Yeah, please. If, if you message us, get in touch if you want to. I'd love to have a chat about it because I just think we haven't gotten what we need out of him. You talk about bloods culture. I, I haven't seen a great deal from it. I don't know Sam Reed. I love the bloods. I just haven't seen what I've needed. Yeah, to at the end of the day, Mads, people are proven and, you know, given the stamp on their body of work. 
right? The body of work overcomes, you know, little things that come out, you know, average four weeks, average five weeks, but the body of work puts that stuff to bed, right? And Sam Reid doesn't have the body of work to say that he's not an inconsistent player or he can't get his body right. Those things have been frequent through his career. So I, I think you, your point's pretty bang on. Yes, his last two weeks have been better and we love it. We're a bit, we are a better side when Sam Reid is up and flying. For sure. But I, I think it, it's pretty obvious for mine, Mads, that he's better, and we, you've said it the last couple of weeks, he's better reading the ball, going back with the flight with the you know, the ball not coming directly to him. He he, he runs under the ball far too consistently when he plays as a, a, a key forward. And yes, he does take those marks. But I don't know if you, you physically s- like stood there and watched him. When he does take those marks, I have they're, be- they're behind his table. head. They're yeah. behind his head with his, like, he's not even looking at the ball because it's so far behind his head. And that, that's just like, when, when you're learning how to take a mark... It, you know, eyes on the footy, eyes table. on the footy, out in front, and that's where you take the ball at its highest point. But he's taking it behind his head, so it's clearly running under it. But look, I think that's just about enough Sam Reed chat for us. But who, who was it, Nick? Yes, uh, Nick Nick Pado. Nick, Nick Pado would we'll, we'll love you to DM the show, mate, and talk a, a bit of Sam Reed next week if you're interested. So, um, but another point he makes. Yeah. Just before we move on. Yep. We who we didn't talk about. Justin McInerney is the smother king. The Smother King. And do you know what? The one percent is that that man puts you out. Yep. There's a lot of them. He's good. It's funny. I was having a discussion with a mate um, about J-Mac and I sort of said, you know, superstar in the making. And he's like, ooh, superstar. And I was like, yeah, look, it sort of – it made me second guess. Yeah, superstar is strong. Yeah, super hard is strong. But he's a classy player. We, we saw that finish last week up at um, – against the, the Dons at the SCG, taking a step inside from the boundary, bang. And we also saw him run around that player and get it um, through to Buddy to create the opportunity to kick that ceiling goal. So th- they're two big moments in a really close game of a player who's played top 10 games. It, you know, he's he's showing a lot. And with the one percenters are something that is really held strongly in a team environment. And I'm sure he's getting heralded for that. And that's why he's in the side at the moment. As we say, superstar, that is strong. I mean, that's not to say he won't be, but I mean, he's flashy, he's skillful, yeah. and I'm enjo- I'm enjoying that, and I'm enjoying his again. It's just effort and endeavour, Dave. If you just put in effort, I'm a very easy uh, person to impress, Dave. Just put in a little bit of effort, bit of effort, effort is everything. You. I'll back you in, hundred percent. And, you know, I am loving the effort that you're putting into this show at the moment, mate. And it has been A plus, A plus for effort. And, look, I need to take a bit of breather after that second segment. You've, you've taken it out of me, Mads. But we will be back with segment three. Great stuff from you, mate. I'm impressed. Debs, where do you get your podcast from? Mads, personally, I am an Apple podcast man. Well, you know, Debs, you can actually get True Bloods from Spotify. Spotify, we love some Spotify. Google Podcasts. And all good. And Apple Podcasts as well, probably the biggest, Debs. Exactly right. But also, if you go on those now, you can actually look at our back catalogue. We've got player interviews from Alex Johnson, Ted Richards, Callum Sinclair, and there's just a whole barrel of gags, really, Debel. Absolutely, Mads. It is just high-quality stuff. Welcome back to True Bloods. This is the preview for the game on the weekend against the Gold Coast Suns, one thirty. On one forty-five, one forty-five on Saturday afternoon, up at Marvel. Marvel, is it Marvel? Wouldn't have thought so. Is it not Marvel? Metricon, Metricon, <laughs> Marvel, Metricon, same thing, same thing. It's um, it's going to be good to be at a ground that is not a sandbox. Uh, I don't mean sandbox in the sense of it's. Uh, Playful. Dimensions. Dimensions. Because the SCG is just too small for us. Yeah. Well, look, let's just talk about that point before we get into the preview. Well, it's part of the preview. We're going to we're gonna play on a bigger ground and we're going to win the game. Yeah. What do you What do you think? We're, well, it's too congested, Deeble. We we need to we need to run and we need to spread and we need space. You say that right, but we're we're guaranteed to play eleven games at the SCG every oh, year. Oh, it so sucks you, now. Yeah. You, your game plan has to work at your home ground. I don't care what you say. 
it's got to work. Yeah, so it's it's not that it it's not that it's. Let me let me try and explain this because I was a big advocate for getting rid of ANZ Stadium. Yeah, because we just didn't win there. Yeah, ever. I don't know, mate. Ever. I think I went to t- three or four games against Collingwood up there, and we lost every time. It, we never beat Collingwood. There. Um, Killed me, but. God damn it, sorry. But fact of the matter is, you you and I both know that take us versus Richmond at the MCG. We did played our best best footy I've seen in a very, very long time, right? The Gabba against Brisbane. Same thing. Yep. Had room to sort of run and spread and and make plays. It just all feels a little bit congested at, at the SCG. And I think the reason for that is because it is significantly smaller. I think it's about, what is it, 20, 20 to 25 metres short. I, I think it was back in the day. I don't think it's because they did do an extension. Because remember how the 50s used to go inside the, the, yeah. the centre square? It used to be 45. Yeah. <laughs> and they changed it to yeah. 45. But they did do an extension. So I don't think it's it's... Obviously, a smaller ground, but the the dimension thing it might be ten meters lengthwise and fifteen. Not even it's, it's relatively wide. So I think it's, it's relatively yeah. wide. No, I thought it was a yeah. lot shorter though. Yeah. Well, why does it look? What it, it looks does, it, so they, much smaller. It does. It'd be interesting to see. Well, let's let's get the dimensions so we're talking facts. All right, Mads, I pulled up the dimensions here, mate, and we have the MCG at 162 metres long and the, M, uh, the SCG at a 153 metres long. Nine metres. So there's nine metres in it, mate. So it's, it, feels, it feels a lot more than that. It does, and I think it's just like that it's built up in our heads from, you know, having it, – it definitely was a shorter ground. But needless to say, nine metres or a ground shouldn't impact your game style to the point where it's not as effective. That's what no, I'm getting it, No, at. it shouldn't, yeah. but it does. It, it's, it's coming across that way. There's no doubt. And I think playing – the afternoon and night slots at the SCG, there is a fair bit of dew around this time of year. It's very slippery. Very slippery. And with this precise ball movement that we're going with, you know, it's hard to pull off in those conditions. But yeah, it's not that we – I don't think we should play that way, but we've got to be adaptive. Yeah, we've got to be able to play a brand of footy that is going to win games of AFL footy. We were a little bit more defensive yep. last week. We tried to hold on to that lead, just going back to the game. We tried to hold on, the, on to that lead too much. Yeah. Oh, but we, we, yeah, I think. We got too The last five minutes, the, there's no doubt we were just trying to hold on, not trying to, you know, win the game with another goal as such. And that probably brought us undone in the end. You, you're probably just, right. Sorry, just quickly, these are coming back to me. Parker almost won it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, nearly, I, nearly I, got I that it would have been that close. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was close. I was nearly sort of I was, I was out, out of, of the my, chair. I was out of the chair. I was yep. out of the chair, but gee whiz, gee oh, whiz, Mads. But yeah, up against uh, the Gold Coast Suns, danger game. Yes, they all are danger games, mate. But they played the doggies last week, down by ten goals at half time, and then managed to win the third quarter, kicking six goals to two against what could be the real deal. Um, That's almost junk time, though, isn't this, it? Really, it is. The game's lost, but yep. you know. We're competitive in the second half and then sort of dogs ran away with it again in the last. But look, a lot of their sort of defensive players sort of did all right on the weekend. Brandon Ellis had 27. Tweek Miller, who's Tweek, Tweek, Tweek. We'll go I don't Tweek. know who any of these people are <laughs> that you're talking about. Tweek Miller, he's that tagger who had that um, had a few bust-ups with Zorko in is the he, past. Is he Irish? Nah. Sounds Irish. Nah, he's not. Tweek. Tweak, no, T-O-U-K. No, he's not Irish. Sounds Irish. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he sort of normally plays a tagging, negating role. Um, Bit of a, you know, get under your skin player. And they've got the young, uh, you know, quality players of Anderson and Lukosius. Um, They're probably the the two to watch who can pop up. Um, And your man, the downhill skier, what was his name again? I think he's a... Isaac Rankin. Isaac Rankin. 
See, I don't know if he's a downhill skier. Isaac Rankin. He's yeah. a he's a one way runner, right? definitely. Um, not a defensive bone in that man's body. I can yeah, tell you that much. definitely. <laughs> Look, I, I think one one player to watch out around the contest, and I have seen him play a few good games of footy. Is Hugh Greenwood? Yeah, Hugh, he, Greenwood's since coming from Adelaide, I do believe. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. Yeah, like real um, in and under congested. Clearance player, yeah. he's definitely sort of one you got to put a bit of time into. David Swallow as well, been good for a long time, um, and yeah, a lot of players I actually don't know on this. Household names like Oleg Markov, <laughs> who looks like a Russian czar. Look at that moustache, that moustache on him. That is a decent moustache. We might just put that in the story to show the, uh, and, uh, the listeners. And probably w- one who we should mention who we have in is Ben King as well. Had a bit of an average game on the weekend, but that's sort of to be expected. Um, now how about Sam Ray just goes and stands on Ben King? How about that? <laughs> he could, but we like him as the floating player, Mads. We know his role. Yeah, I know. He's going to go back there and get it done this week, I'm sure, because he's going to have a bit of a listen on here, and he's going to think he was you know, getting off scot-free after playing two good games, but no, that was not the case. But we will. Um, he will be all right this weekend, I've got a feel. Who goes to Ben King? Banking, Malikin. Uh no, probably T Mac, Tommy Mac. I think goes so to. I prefer him floating around. To be honest, reads the ball well. Reads the ball well. What, what do you think of Malikin on the weekend? Thought he was okay. Okay, better than I thought. What about that kick across Shocking. goals? No, start? I never. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm going <laughs> to control myself. Ever since Luke Ablett in the 05 oh grand final, my God. you just don't kick across goal. You just don't. You just don't. Nah, but uh, you, you do have to kick across goal to open up the play on the opposite side. Malikin doesn't have to. Malikin doesn't have to, but that's the thing. He's probably – this is a frustrating thing for me. He didn't miss kick it or anything. It just it was, yeah. didn't have the legs. Yeah. It was like just stupid, and they're the ones that – they're a real coach killer, those ones. Absolutely. But, but yeah. He has to get another go. He does. He There's does. No one else. You're not going to put Caden Brand in there, are you? No. I actually don't mind Caden Brand. Yeah, he hasn't really been given a shot. Not really. In all honesty. Yeah. Two-year deal, came across from Port, hasn't really been given a go. But where where does our game plan go this week, uh, Mads? What, what, what do you think? Well, I, I want to go back to the corridor and I want to tear it up. Open it up. Yeah. Every opportunity. I do. Do you think teams are on to us, though, and closing down the corridor, making us do something different? Teams are. I don't think Gold Coast will be. Yeah. They're going to be sort of worried about their game a yeah. bit, but bit they're, more they're, than... They're, they're learning. We're learning. Yeah. Big big it's game. Fine. Big game. Big opportunity, as it always is every week. I think Jordan Dawson can have a day out. He's been getting a lot of... Rebound. Had, had 23 last week and, and been very good. He, although I think his stats are a little bit favourable as well because he is taking the kick out. So if you play on, you do get um, you a, know, stat. a stat. So, you know, he's probably not tearing apart games as, as it looks on paper. But, uh, you know, Millsy, the Rolls-Royce in there, Luke Parker. I, I just I just want them to go back and get a bit, bit of – take it on. Don't be – don't just discard last week. Yeah, yeah. And just take be really, really offensive. Take on the game. Yeah. And this is where I, I hope Braden Campbell has a, a huge game on the weekend. You, you I, know I just I, I can see the the bloody potential this kid's got. You know he's so good, and he's going to be running quick off that half back on that left foot, pumping it inside 55 metres you know, to a leading I was, target. I was saying, you know what hasn't worked so far? They've tried the old Jordan Dawson run around, around the back. left. Yeah. It hasn't worked yet, but it will work. It's going to come. It's yeah. coming. It's coming 100%. I'll be losing it when that happens for sure. But, yeah, I think he's really keen. Like, uh, he really – like, he had that, you know, that round two against Adelaide where he played really well until halftime and then, you know, petered out of the game a little bit and yep. got still got the rising star nom. But, geez, he's, he's got a huge game in him, Mads. Huge game. Massive. You see, he's got, he's got tear apart the game ability. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a jet. And this could be the game that it happens where hopefully a, there's a bit of lack of pressure from Gold Coast. I'll 
you hope, but I, I'm still. I want to give them a little bit more. Um, more. I just. It's a danger game. Everything is a danger game at the moment. Yeah, it is. So yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too worried about using this as a quote unquote percentage booster or. or Playing us into form, we've got to win the footy game, and they've got some talented blokes on the park. Lukosius is a jet. Um, ben King's a jet. Um, Hugh Granwood has been phenomenal as we as we discussed. Yeah. Um, so, but geez, I mean, it's a, there's a really good opportunity for some people that still, at the end of the day, go back to our brand of footy that beat Brisbane and Richmond, and get 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 some form back. Definitely, mate. Every week is an opportunity to prove ourselves. Now, obviously, Buddy out, yep. um, Hickey out. Selection's going to be massive. I would like to see Hayden McLean because I thought I did. He he didn't do a thing wrong. Done, he just had to make way for Buddy Franklin. Done the job every time he's come in and kicks kick, goals, kick three in the VFL as well. Bring him in, absolutely. Let, let, Where how did Sinclair go in the VFL? Sinkers kicked the goal, had 30-odd hit-outs, played his role, 100%. Okay. Should we just touch on the VFL quickly while we're, while we're talking about it, Mads? Why wouldn't we? We will, we will. A good win for the VFL side on the weekend, Mads. Comprehensively getting it done against the Giants by 30-odd points. Colin O'Reardon, O'Reardon, O'Reardon. With, O'Reardon with 33 disposals, 14 marks. So just must have hey, been... Yeah, do you know what? He at some point probably deserves a shot. Yeah, running a mark um, Very across half though. back there. Louis Taylor, 32 disposals in a goal. Bit of a forgotten son too. Like it. Yeah. Ryan Clark. But, I mean, he's not the guy we need at the moment. Yeah. Ryan Clark, 31. Love Ryan Clark. Bring back Ryan Clark. Do you know who's annoying me at the moment a little bit? Yep. Hewitt. George. Mate, did the job on Dusty two, two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Got to. What have you, do, you, do, you done for me lately? Yeah, a bit harsh. But um, Horse did mention in his Making presser. Making some errors, though. Yeah. Horse... Uh, did mention in his presser that Row Bottom's back in the side this week. Just needed the run. Isn't that just bloody phenomenal? That's huge. That's huge. So Row Bottom's definitely coming in. Uh, so there could be a bit of change in dynamic height-wise. You know. So who comes out for Row Bottom? Well, I think, well, Buddy and Hickey go out. Row Bottom comes in. Reed's probably spending slightly more time forward and second and second rucking with sinkers. So you reckon Sinkers is in? Sinkers and Robottom. Not, not Hayden McLean? Uh, he may. He may. But I think they may change the dynamic there. That's You reckon Sinkers will come in? Sinker has to. There's no brainer. You've got to have a, a fully-fledged Ruckman in there, even though he's not the fully-fledged fully fledged Ruckman. <laughs> you know, Pat Ruckman, but I think they're going to play him personally. Yep. Personally. But look – Prediction on the Gold Coast game, Mads. How do you reckon the boys will go? We'll win by two goals. Two goals. Mm. I think we're a, a much better side than the Gold Coast. They've got some crucial players out. I think we get it done by five. Five snags. I'd love it. I'd love to not have a stressful Saturday. Uh, good, mate. It's this is the thing with being so invested, Mads. It it's, makes it hard to enjoy it. Oh, real hard, mate. It's like, I find myself like I'm exhausted by the end of watching the game. I enjoy watching other footy games. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You sit back, <laughs> like, oh, these players are going well. And then you're, you're so worried about the result. And it's like, gee whiz, I am exhausted after yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will transgress to the other AFL games going on this weekend. Friday night football. The Thursday night is gone for the next few weeks, Mads. So we will have to wait till Friday night, GWS and the Bulldogs. At Bull. Marnica, Canberra. Ooh. Be nice and cold up there, I reckon. Be nice for GWS to just do two in a row, I reckon. Against the Doggies. But it'd be good. I don't think it'll happen. Nah, doggies. Doggies will dominate. Doggies by five goals, best midfield in the side. Can't wait till we play them because I reckon that'll show that we're the fucking real deal. But that's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Geelong v West Coast. GMHBA Saturday Arvo. Ooh. I reckon uh, you might see Geelong turn a little bit here. It's funny. Ja, ja, with uh, with with Mr. Cameron, 
into the side. Yeah, I saw the odds for this game. Dollar fifty two forty. Geelong Geelong favorite. faves. I was very uh, it's, what, it's, watching it's Geelong HBA. watching Geelong last week, mate. Geelong aren't very good. Concerns yeah. North Melbourne down by a f- few goals early on. Like got got the job done for goal win or whatever. But yeah. Jezza no, comes Je- back in, a lot to prove, not riding them off, don't get me wrong, but, gee, I, I think I'm going to tip West Coast. I am. Their premiership window is closed. I'm yeah. t- telling you right now, but I think they, they're still a still a very handy side. Yeah. Still a very handy side, and, and Jeremy Cameron is a very, very handy forward. Nice inclusion. Yeah. But West Coast for me. West Coast for you at GMHBA. Yeah. It's not a fortress like you used to. It's our, no, it's sec- not, it's it's a, it's our second home ground. Yeah, but we're, we're a bit different. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, West Coast. All right. There you go. Margin? Uh, three goals. Three goals? Just a, just a goals. comfortable win. Really. J, 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 K, K? Kennedy? Yeah. You yeah. see, it's ours. Well, ours is JPK. JPK. Might be JKK, I reckon. I reckon he'll kick six down there. Six? Six. Good player. Carlton Brisbane Saturday Twilight. Whereabouts? Uh did I say Carlton Brisbane? Yeah. Yeah. Marvel. Four thirty five. Brizzy. They're back. They're back? Yeah. Big time on the weekend. I beat beat Essendon. Essendon, but took it up to us the week before. Yeah, so. no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of shows where you're at. That's it. Um, it says more about us. It does about Brisbane, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Um, Brisbane, no. easy Colton at average. They are average. Average. They are average. I don't like Brisbane away from home though. But anyway, yeah, but um, I, no. I don't, no, you can't say that, Mads, because they had that big win against Collingwood after having to spend. 12 days down here or whatever they did. I reckon they go right. Do you know what? I'd completely forgotten that. Yeah, exactly. That's fair enough. So I've just got to put you do back you know in your spot you sometimes do. for that. Right. Carlton. <laughs> Brisbane. Freo, North Melbourne. <laughs> Optus, Saturday night. That's a Saturday night fixture, is it? Yeah. Freo. Freo, easy. The, the big game, game of the round, Melbourne-Richmond. Saturday night. I was going to go. MCG. I was going to go. But I don't think I will. I think I'll just stay at home. Maybe open a Grenache. Lovely. Lovely. Even a nice Pinot, bit of pizza with the lovely Beck back at home. I might do that. That's got you written all over it. That's a few brownie points there. I reckon. I reckon you should just roll home with a, you know, a nice pizza. Maybe Rita's in Abbotsford. Absolutely. Roll home with some Rita's, nice bottle of Pinot, just brownie points for Madison. Yeah. I reckon we might be on, and I reckon Richmond will teach Melbourne a lesson. Oh, so do I. Tigers are back last week. That'll be interesting. Yep. Hawks, Adelaide, Saturday, uh, down in Tassie. I'm bullish on Adelaide. They're, they're I, big improvers. I put $10 on Tex to win the Brownlow. The Brownlow. Not a bad bet. He's probably got nine. I'm paying, yeah, I reckon he's got nine. Um, it was paying $51 when I did it. So, I mean, risk versus reward, Deble. It's nice, 10 bucks. Nice little 500 there. That'd be nice. Absolutely. Um, that'll be a big night for us, Deble. Um, I think Adelaide will win. I'm bullish on Adelaide. I think they're a good side. Yeah, Adelaide's going well. Um, you're still playing without Sloan. He's still out for a few weeks with a nasty eye injury, I'm pretty sure. Separated um, retina. It's not what you want. Something. Something like that. So, they, yeah, they rested him up. Uh, but still being very competitive, um, you know, let one slip last week, there's no doubt. But they're showing good signs for a young side. Collingwood Essendon on uh, Anzac Day Sunday. The Anzac Day clash, 3 We don't get the public holiday on the Monday. No, I did look that up. Monday is no public holiday in that's, Victoria. That's average. Um, Essendon. Collingwood are a shambles. Yeah, in shambles. Not getting it done in the media, not getting it done yeah. on field. I, th- I think the Dons too. I think the Dons. And to follow that game, Port Adelaide and St Kilda. Port, comprehensive, St Kilda are shambles. St Kilda are shambles. I had high hopes for St Kilda. Same. They yeah. played that good game against 
Essendon, was it? Yeah. Tore them up, but, geez, imagine supporting St Kilda. It would suck. I've got a couple of good mates who are St Kilda supporters and mediocrity is just the word that gets thrown around. I've got blokes, there's blokes I work with that are like diehard, like even more so than you and I about the Bloods. Yeah. And it's just fucked. Yeah, mate. Like, imagine. Like, put, put Wolf, oh, let me throw this one out to you, Mads. Recruit Dan Hanabry on a five-year deal at 800-plus when his body was cooked the last two years at Sydney. Well, that was just old Xavier stuff, right? Insane, mate. Like, that is just how clubs are destroyed. No, deals you know, like that. Yeah. Mate, deals like that just, mate, they take years to recover from, so... Look, well, it just didn't, it didn't make sense then. Yeah, it doesn't make sense and now. It's, just the, it's been rubber stamp now. It's I kept saying to people, I'm like, he's cooked. They're like, he's a star. I'm like, he was, was a, star. a star. Exactly. Exactly. And we knew it first. Yeah. And we love him. We yeah, love 100%, him. 100%. Premiership player. Him. Best. But Loved Hannah. Fuck me. Yeah, it's a shocking, shocking call. But anyway, mate. That is the round wrap. This has been a, a bumper pod for mine, Mads. Bumper. Absolutely bumper. This has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And as we end every potty, speaking, speaking words, words of, of wisdom, wisdom up the Swannies.